I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Welcome back to our slash I don't work here lady, where people mistake others as employees when they look nothing like employees. Seriously, guys, a lanyard is all it takes. It doesn't matter if you have a tie-dye shirt and Crocs on. If you have a lanyard, you're an employee. <laughs> Guys, I hope you're having another lovely day today, and I hope you enjoy the stories in this episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and remember, if you start to feel too worked up, just breathe. Guys, just breathe. <laughs> We're diving in. So, a little bit of backstory. I used to live in Wisconsin where snow can create slipping hazards in certain department stores. So one Sunday night, I'm headed home from church, and I decide to stop by Walmart to pick up a large storage bin. I make my way over to the storage bin aisle, trying to find the largest bin they had, when all of a sudden this rather large lady huffs up to me and snaps her fingers, saying I need to follow her and help her lift an item she obviously can't lift herself. I said to her, Oh, I'm sorry, I I don't work here. Now, the lady huffs and puffs and says, Well, you obviously look like you work here because you're wearing a tie. Now, I want to note that I had a button-up shirt, a tie, and khakis on because I had just come from church. I said to her, Oh, my tie. Um, no, I'm sorry. I just got out of church, which is why I'm dressed like this. Which I thought sounded pretty reasonable, but lo and behold, I had just opened up the gates of hell, and Satan himself was about to grace me with his presence. The lady then says, Listen, I don't care where you came from. Did I ask for a life story? All I want from you is to lift my damn whatever item she needed into my damn cart. Now, I'm a pretty laid-back guy, but at this point, I snapped back at her and said, Lady, I do not work here. Now leave me the hell alone and let me find my bin in peace. So at this point, I grabbed the largest bin I saw and headed to the checkout line when I see this lady following behind me, still yelling obscenities and saying she's gonna have my ass fired. I'm about a good 20 to 25 feet away from her, but she picks up speed and narrows the gap. She's honing in on me like a cheetah about to take down its prey. Now, I was honestly concerned at what she'd do to me if she caught up to me, so I started to speed walk. So by now, we've already gained a few eyes, wondering what the hell all the commotion is about, and I'm looking around for an actual manager or store employee to help me. She's still chasing me, but now she's started to scream that I assaulted her to try to get people to stop me. At this point, I'm about ready to drop my storage bin and make a run for the exit, but all I could think about is, oh my god, what if people really think I assaulted her and I'm running away? When all of a sudden, a miracle happened. Remember how I said it snows a lot where I'm from and it creates slipping hazards? Well, the lady was going a little too fast and she slipped on a puddle and she fell. She fell hard. Now, I'm not totally heartless, so I slowly walk back to her asking if she's okay, but I still keep my distance just in case she tries to grab me or something. Since she was ready to rip my head off 10 seconds ago, I said, Ma'am, are are you okay? Do you want me to help you up? The lady then says, Get away from me. You shoved me and ran away. That's why I chased you and fell. 
So she's still screaming and crying at the top of her lungs, and several people had gathered, and finally several employees. She finally gets helped up, and she's still crying, and says she's gonna sue me for pushing her, and then sue the store for tripping hazards. At this point, the store manager runs out, and she's screaming her head off that I assaulted her, and then ran off, leading to this whole situation. So lucky for me, several other customers saw the whole debacle, and followed her from start to finish and explained that she chased me down when I didn't help her, and that she slipped on a puddle by herself. Plus, there were several caution wet floor signs. A manager comes over and speaks with me and the lady. The lady says she's gonna sue the store for having wet floors, and she wants me fired for ignoring the customer, and making her run on a wet floor in the first place. Cut to me still holding my large bin. The manager then says, He doesn't work here. Also, we have wet floor signs posted everywhere. I tell the manager that I just want to pay for my stuff and leave. It ends with some employee helping her and her still screaming her head off, demanding some sort of compensation. The manager apologizes and tells me that I can probably take off, as they'll handle it from here. Guys, all I can say is what in the world? Now, I don't know what it is, but all the ridiculous stories I read are, they're from Walmart. Why? Why are they from Walmart? But that aside though, the fact that the lady pretended to scream that Opie assaulted her is a terrifying thing. Like, what if someone took it seriously and literally ran after OP and tackled him and held him down? Like, it never looks good when you're walking away from someone and they're crying that you assaulted them. But I guess her wiping out on the floor is instant karma, though. I, I, that was kind of funny. So, this is a story about my friend, Matthias. He's from Sweden, visiting the States for a while. Now, he has no discernible accent, but he does occasionally force one, for dramatic effect or to catch people off guard. So, we're approaching the checkout line in a small grocery store, grabbing some Gatorades when we hear it. The howls of a Karen. She's berating a cashier over an apparently expired coupon. The Karen was a stocky, pale woman of about 50 years old, with short hair tied up in a knot, wearing an unseasonably warm faux fur jacket over her tight t-shirts and shorts that didn't quite cover her butt cheeks. Now, if a blind hooker dressed herself in the dark, you might get something close to this. We only caught the tail end of the tirade, but heard Karen spewing the typical idiots, useless, and fired amongst other incoherent grunts and whines and growls. Without missing a beat, Matthias jumps into action, approaching the Karen. He exclaims, Oh wow, do you know who this is? This is Miss Sandy Bottoms, the most famous vintage porn star in all of Sweden. Now, I thought he was serious at first, before the subtle wink. Still, I don't know what he was doing, only that he was up to something diabolically mischievous. He then proceeds to gush over her body of work. Turning his attention to the cashier, he continues and says, You must respect this woman. She's famous. Haven't you seen her films? It's not just porn. It's erotic art. She was the mom in summertime schoolgirls. She practically invented the ping pong ball trick. She was a pioneer. Most people don't know this, but the adult industry used to be very misogynistic. But when she saw glass ceiling, she blasted through it, firing little plastic pussy balls like a howitzer. Now, at this point, I tried so hard to keep my composure, but there was so much wrong with that sentence. Tears were welling up in my eyes as I tried not to laugh. To every woman on the planet, I'd like to apologize for my friend. He then continues and says, Don't laugh. She's won awards. The Karen now meekly trying to get a word and says, I think you must be mistaken. My friend then goes on and says, No, no, you did win those awards. You deserve them. Your movie, The Equestrian, was a masterpiece, wasn't it? Now, he said that directing the last question at me. 
I can only shake my head. I didn't dare open my mouth. I knew where he was going now. He says, you have to see it. It's about a nun in a 14th century convent and her forbidden love with a horse. It sounds strange, but the story is beautiful. Matthias, now looking back to Karen, said, I even won the online auction for the riding whip you used on Mother Superior. I wish I had it here. I would ask you to autograph it. So at this point, Karen is still silent, in absolute shock. Wide-eyed, unblinking, her lips are moving but no sound is coming out, and she's shaking her head. Then there's a large, inhaling gasp. Like she had forgotten to breathe until just now, and she scurries quickly out the door, abandoning her shopping and the coupons. The cashier is dumbfounded. She has no idea what just happened. Her brain hadn't processed it all yet. She quietly leans forward and whispers, So, that lady is a, a, a porn star? Matthias then says, Nah, I have no idea who that bitch was. Listen guys, what a way to shut down a Karen. How the heck did OP's friend say all that with a straight face? Guys, I nearly cried reading this. Now, OP did state that Matthias put on an overly exaggerated Swedish accent throughout this. And seriously, I apologize for not even trying to do the story justice. But guys, my accents are terrible. I might have ended up sounding Irish, German, and Australian all in one. I don't know. Absolutely brilliant way of shutting down a Karen, though. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My husband works for a pretty prestigious university as the director of student life. He oversees a decent-sized staff, and their work encompasses all manners of student activities, groups, Greek life, etc. So a little background before I get to the incident. A few months ago, we were expecting our baby. Most people on campus knew this, and knew that my husband, uh, let's call him Joe, would be taking pat leave. When the big day came, I called him at work and told him it's go time, to meet me at the hospital, and he dropped everything and ran out the door, as you do. I'm in the hospital room, and we had plenty of downtime, so from time to time he checked his work email while I rested. He's looking through it, and he goes, What the heck? A professor wrote him the most caustic, off-the-top rant, saying, I came into your office to see you about a matter concerning my students, and you weren't there despite the department hours clearly stating 8 to 5. This is unacceptable and unprofessional. Contact me immediately. My husband laughed out loud and said that won't she feel silly when she gets his out-of-office reply. But no. Ten minutes later, she's harassing him again. Finally, he sent her a very terse reply, and it seemed like that was the end of that. But not for long. Every day for the next week, this professor came into the office, demanding to know if Joe was there. More than one tear was shed by the staff during this time. I don't know exactly what she was saying or why no one else could do what she needed, but everyone said it was like having an angry Dementor come through. 
On his first day that Joe returned to work, he got to meet this professor face to face. He was in his office FaceTiming with me when yelling erupts down the hall. He says, Uh oh, I bet that's her. So we hung up and they had a conversation. By all accounts, she was irate and incorrect in what she was trying to do and could not be told otherwise. As he is in charge of the department but not her, he could only put his foot down on the request, but not the behavior. Finally she left and the whole situation was done and dusted, finished and forgotten, but again, not for long. So fast forward to yesterday. I decide to pop in with the baby to surprise him, and hopefully we could go to lunch. Also, to show off the baby of course. When we arrived, it was squeals all around from the office staff, and one lady took the baby for a tour around the building. Joe's admin assistant told me that he was in a meeting for another 10 minutes, and then she went off on the baby world tour. So I decided to sit in his office and enjoy the merciful silence. But you guessed it, not for long. In enters the professor from hell. Now I knew it was her before she said a word. She looked like an ivory tower Karen with an I want to talk to your dean hairdo. She says, does anybody do any work around here? This is outrageous. Where is the admin assistant? Why is Joe even on the payroll if he's never here? You, go find him, pointing to me. I said, what? She then says, oh my god, are you too hungover to accept simple directions? What the heck is wrong with you? I'd kick your ass out of class for looking like that. I don't care where he is. Go get Joe. I exclaimed, oh, you think I'm a student? The professor then mockingly says, Oh, I'm gonna pretend I'm not a student now sitting in the office. With a university sweatshirt on and a book bag. What group are you in? Because Joe will be very interested to hear how inept you are. Now in my head I'm thinking, uh, book bag? Oh yeah, diaper bag. At this point, I decide to ride this out and hope he comes back and sees it in progress. I then tell her, okay, let's just say I am a student. Why do you think I work here? Well, that was the wrong thing to ask, my friends, because that's the point where the lady comes undone in a torrent of maniacal hissing and shrieking. Her anger knew no bounds, as she directed it at me, the office staff, my husband, all the students, and the building itself. I've never seen such a tantrum. As she's having her meltdown, I moved out of the chair where I'd been sitting and walked up to a photo of our wedding that Joe hung up. I leaned against the wall like a cowboy with my foot up, arms folded, and I'm smirking. Unsurprisingly, she doesn't notice the similarities between the beaming bride and the dumpy, sleep-deprived chick standing before her, but I remain committed to the con. After several moments of non-stop verbal abuse, I hear footsteps come flying down the hall. The admin assistant comes flying in the door like Kramer, face white as a sheet. I ask her if Joe Jr. is okay. She has exactly enough time to answer before the professor from hell unleashes the Kraken in her direction. The admin assistant says, Wait, what are you talking about? That's Mrs. OP. She's married to Joe. And right on cue, here comes the man of the hour. Joe complete with Joe Jr. in arm. Joe was livid. He handed me the baby and asked if I was alright, and then he turned to the professor from hell. My husband tells her to get out and to not come back until she's spoken to her department chair. And out the door we swept, off to lunch, where we got pizza and migraines from laughing so hard. At this time, I don't know what action's being taken against the professor, but if asked, I will sure be happy to give a testimony. Guys, so apparently there have been a few comments of people saying that they've had the displeasure of working at a university as University HR and that university faculty consists of the most entitled people ever, and their egos are astounding. 
With that said, OP does have an update, and it reads, Okay, so Joe talked to the head of the Department of Engineering, and it turns out the professor from hell is an associate professor from hell. Therefore, she's untenured. The admin assistant is gathering up a paper trail of the literal papers that she has submitted that she isn't allowed to, and checks she signed that she can't sign. She'll also be forwarding all the abusive emails from the professor and making a written statement of her behavior. In all likelihood, this process will drag on for some time, and she'll probably get a slap on the wrist for both offenses. Now, I know this sub is full of entitled idiots, but I wanted to share a nice interaction of and I don't work here. So, I hit a bullseye to pick up a few things after work. I was wearing a red t-shirt and a mask, with a kitty nose and whiskers. So, it's not surprising that I was mistaken for a worker. When I approached the self-checkout, there was a mom and three kids next to me. One of the little girls started the conversation with, Hey, I like your mask. Do you work here? Do you like cats? I told her, I do like cats. I have cats, and help rescue kitties without homes. But I don't work here. Now, her mom was trying to shush her, but I wasn't bothered. My youngest is now almost 18 years old, and chatty little ones generally don't bother me. So the little one then asked, Where do you work? You look like you work here. It must be fun if you can wear kitty masks. I want to do it. I tell her that I'm an electrician, and her mom says, She installs lights. I tell her, I I do more than that. I also run wires to help the pixies get to the lights and turn them on. I do think it's fun. The little one then says, Pixies? Can I do it? I tell her, you can do anything your little self wants to do when you grow up. So we all finish at the same time and head out. I hear her yelling from about 75 feet away over loud cars. She says, Bye, cat lady. Thank you for being my friend. I yell back, Thank you for being my friend too. And I drove home smiling. My friends, isn't that adorable? See, these stories don't all have to involve crazy people. Sometimes the wholesome interactions are even better than the Karens. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. If you enjoyed the stories today, do hit the thumbs up. And if you missed the last episode of our slash I don't work here, lady, I'll link it right here. A racist Karen harasses OP in a Costco and learns a lesson. Check it out if you haven't, and I'll see you guys in the next one. I love you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.